Now, yesterday, you may have heard uh, the Foreign Minister Penny Wong as well as Defence Minister Richard Miles. They met with the US Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, and also the Secretary of Defence, Austin Lloyd, for a crucial meeting on the two nations, alliance and security. Uh, I know that there was quite a bit of discussion in relation to, um, well, uh, the Pacific, uh, indeed China's presence, um, and the the centre, they were certainly centre parts of those discussions, as well as the nuclear submarines. But I do do understand that they also spoke about increased marine rotation. Joining us on the line right now is John Coyne. He is the head of Northern Australia's Strategic Policy Centre at the Australian Strategic Policy um, Centre, I should say. Good morning to you, John. Good morning, Katie. We don't make it easy with titles, do we? <laughs> no, I re- and I read it out back to front there. Good to have you on the show. Mate, are you in the Northern Territory at the moment? Look, I am. I'm up for uh, my last visit for the year, experiencing the heat. So uh, all the Territorians will be laughing as that southern guy comes up here again, suffering from um, the heat and humidity. Oh, it is warm. There is no doubt about that, John. It's been very hot. Hey, um, what's been on the agenda for you while you've been here, though? Uh, Look, a lot of discussions with industry, um, a lot of discussions about... um, what the Defence Strategic Review means for um, Northern Australia writ large, what it might mean for industry, and and really discussions about, you know, how better, um, you know, we can take a proactive, or the Territorians and Northern Australians can take a proactive role in shaping that. Now, what did you make of the meeting that was held yesterday or earlier in the week and the comments from both Australian police and also um, US Defence Secretary and uh, and also US, um, well, uh, both Def- Secretary of Defence, I should say, and Secretary of State uh, for the US? What did you make of those meetings? Look, you know, Katie, there are, OSMIN is one of those really, really important meetings in terms of the bilateral relationship. So, um, you know, it happens every 12 months. Uh, in the past, mm. you know, Australia's been a little partner in all of this. Um, so in answering that question, I've got two things for you. The first thing, reaction is this, is that it really reinforced that Australia is no longer the little partner in that relationship, mainly because we have the most important strategic geography in the Indo-Pacific, okay. um, you know, in terms of it, it's the Goldilocks spot, not too close to the South China Sea, but close enough. Um, so it's a fantastic place that for um, the military to train. Um, so, you know, it, it, the announcements really were about expanding the rotational forces. Mm. Now, 24 hours beforehand, um, Richard Miles, the Defence Minister and Deputy PM, made a very clear statement. He turned around and said, you know, there's going to be no US Navy um, uh, nuclear submarine bases in Australia. But if we look to um, this announcement, so what we're going to see is not just, you know, the US Marines coming in. He's also talking about, you know, more rotations of uh, US Army, more rotations of US Navy, um, bombers and fighter aircraft visiting more frequently. So they're all good things because they show the health of our um, partnership with the US and our alliance. On the other side of it, and for Territorium, yeah. I think what that means is there's more money coming into the economy, um, more opportunities in terms of construction. Um, so I, I see it as a really positive economic outlook. Mm. And, you know, we have to get the details, but a really positive economic outlook for um, the Northern Territory. Yeah, and it's something that you and I have spoken about before, particularly our geography. And, uh, you know, we, we speak about Australia and our partnership with the US. But then when you talk about the Northern Territory, we are incredibly uh, an incredibly strategic location, aren't we? 
Look, absolutely. Um, but let's let's not all, you know, sometimes when you and I talk, we yeah. sit there about these things and we think just in terms of, you know, um, bombs, bases and things that go yeah. bang in the night. Um, but really there's also the other part. And one of the things I've been talking to people a lot, um, Northern Australia, so, you know, and I look at it, there's Northern Australia, you know, both Northern WA and Northern Queensland. Mm. Um, since Federation, we sort of think about it as, you know, the extent of Australian territory, you know, that bit that we then defend from. Um, in reality, it's our connection point to the region. So, you know, if you're living in Cairns, you know that the world's largest expatriate population of Papua New Guineans lives in Cairns. Yeah. Um, you know, there's thousands of years of, of trade um, between First Nations people and people in Indonesia, East Timor and Papua New Guinea. So it's, it's important because it's also our connection to the world, to the region. Well, it certainly is. And so then what do you think, um, you know, obviously uh, the discussions that were held between uh, Australia and the US throughout, you know, earlier in the week, there was a lot of discussion about, like you've touched on, about those submarines and also that discussion about uh, the marine rotation. Do you think it's going to mean for us here in the Territory that we'll see more marine activity? Look, I think you'll see more US military activity. Um, whether it's whether it's more Marines uh, or whether it's Marines and Army, I think that um, remains to be seen. But mm-hmm. you know, for the for the average person in Darwin, you know, I would say to you, you know, yes, you're going to expect to see um, more military U.S. military people coming and visiting, um, enjoying recreationally the region. Um, we're going to see more ship visits and um, more planes flying in, and that's going to drive a lot of economic growth. You know, they're going to want to eat, spend money. Um, drink a beer, um, all of those sorts of things. So I think, you know, um, yes, you're going to see more. Um, Not sure if it's going to be Marines, but certainly, um, you know, we're also going to see a strengthening of um, the existing facilities here. So by that, we're going to see some construction, no doubt, where, you know, um, on airfields and bases to make them more protected. Yeah. Well, and the strengthening of facilities, I guess, um, you know, does mean, like you've touched on, more money coming into the Territory. And uh, at this point, I, you know, we, we do need some, uh, some investment. Look, you know, um, it's sort of stretching off that point, though. It, I've been running a Northern Australian Policy Centre for about four and a half years. Um, there's a real vibe, again, um, around Northern Australian policy. Mm. It extends beyond just the military. Um, yep. And I think the discussions are really positive. Now, you know, you can be cynical. So, you know, uh, you know I'm a part academic, part practitioner, and you can yep. say, well, look, um, in the 100 years since Federation, you know, it seems people in the South every 10 or 20 years discover the North, make a whole heap of bold statements, and then, you know, there's a failure to, to deliver on policy. Um, but there's certainly some very positive signs across a range of issues. So, you know, everything from... Um, rare earths and critical minerals um, through to, you know, there's some ex- exciting um, draft projects getting ready around, um, you know, uh, long foods, uh, long shelf foods, um, yep. staples. You know, um, you know so there's a, I think there's a lot of exciting news and certainly, um, you know, the engagement on Northern Australian issues has changed over the last four years. Well, that is good to hear, and I think that that's what we always hope for here in the Northern Territory and in Northern Australia. Like, we know we're important, not just when you talk about, um, you know, the defence side of things or, or geographically, but also when you talk about food security for the rest of Australia and, and um, you know, our exports. Look, absolutely. You know, um, and, and that's sort of uh, in the work that I do, I really try to 
to highlight that. You know, look, we're a food protein basket um, for the region. You know, <laughs> yeah. our mangoes go everywhere, you know. Um, so, look, it is a burgeoning economy. Um, OK, yes, there's, there's challenges in how, in a small economy, how you can maintain that growth at a steady pace mm. um, and to avoid those, um, you know, the economist boom and bust cycles. And, you know, Territorians have seen them those boom and bust cycles, so they understand that. So, you know, there's some... There's a lot of work to be done in terms of how do we how do we maintain that level of growth at a at a reasonable level. Yeah, well, and I suppose at the moment too, you know, with uh, with all the different expenses, with the the cost of fuel and that kind of thing, it can be a bit more difficult. Uh, you know, in addition to all the usual troubles that you'd have, or the usual um, speed bumps you might have, I suppose, John. Well, that's it. But, you know, um, look, I wrote about this a little while ago. So, I, you know, that in Sydney, they have the Western Connex Road. Yep. So um, when they were building it, you know, it's a big tunnel. When they were building it, they, uh, you know, they had to build and bring heavy machinery right through some of the worst traffic in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and they went and built that road. But no one turned around and said, oh, you know, it's really too difficult to build the road, too expensive to build that tunnel because, you know, we've got to, you know, move uh, plant machinery at certain times. Yeah. Um, Similarly, you know, there's a road that's being finished and a tunnel that's going to be finished in um, Adelaide. And no one sort of sits there and goes, it, in terms of construction, very, very difficult. So, you know, in the soil, etc., difficult to build that tunnel. But no one says, look, it's really, really difficult to build a tunnel in South Australia. So what we're going to do is we're going to move it and build it in Melbourne instead. Um, and I think these are sorts of the economic realities. So if you want economic growth in Northern Australia, mm-hmm. um, you know, my argument here is, is economically and socially prosperous Northern Australia is a secure Australia. So if that's what you want, some things do cost more. Yeah. Some things take longer. Um, you know, it is hotter. Um, you know, those sorts of things are other realities, but you don't turn around and look at the realities and go, well, OK, it's too hard, we'll do it elsewhere. Yeah, very true. Hey, um, Dr Coyne, have you had much of a look into uh, into our ship lift that we're building in the Northern Territory? <laughs> look, Katie, you know what? I was dreading you asking that question. <laughs> um, look, yes, I do. It, 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 look, the ship lift is an important investment in terms of developing Darwin Harbour and Darwin Port. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will choose to very carefully not make comments on, um, you know, uh, voluntary receivership or administration or anything else like that because the, I don't think the facts are all very clear. Yeah. Um, you know, it, there is going to be that it's going to be a policy challenge, and the Northern Territory government are going to have to go and unpick that policy challenge um, over the coming days, weeks, and no doubt months. Um, but if your question is, is is that ship lift important to Australia? Is it important to the economy? Mm. Is it important to um, to our geostrategic, um, you know, our defence policy, etc.? Absolutely. Well, Dr. John Coyne, I always enjoy our conversations. Thank you very much for coming on the show this morning, and I hope you're not uh, you're not too warm while you're in the Northern Territory. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. I am retreating this evening or this afternoon back to the cold, woolly uh, south um, with fond memories and um, happy to say goodbye to the heat from the world. So, thank you very much. Oh, good to have you on the show. Thanks for your time this morning.